Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. So, Brad, I see here that Disney has made a new Illuminations uh, dining package. Uh, and and also I can't I can't help but notice but Illuminations is on its way out. Yes, it's the farewell season, dude. It's farewell season of Illuminations Reflections of Earth. I would hate to think that Disney was trying to cash in on people's nostalgia of this fireworks show by creating an $85 dining thing for Illuminations. You mean like nostalgia of a fireworks show? show like maybe they did a year or so ago how long has how long has it been since wishes went away uh it's been over a year yeah or the you know cashing in on nostalgia of a ride going away like uh when did great movie ride go you know like this is not new (laughs) disney says sweet we put a timeline on all these people they're definitely coming now how can we get a little bit more change out of them? And apparently the answer is fish and chips. So basically you can pay $85 to have dinner at Rose and Crown Dining Room and then uh, watch Illuminations from their patio out on the World Showcase. Yeah. So what? I will give them credit that this dining package does offer unlimited drinks. So it's got that going for it. Um, Is it unlimited soft drinks? No, no. I'm pretty sure it said alcoholic and non-alcoholic drinks. It does. Hmm. So, you know, you got that going for you. And you can get uh, roasted Scottish salmon, bangers and mash, fish and chips, corned beef and... You know what? I'm not just going to read this entire thing to you because what's the (laughs) Do you just want me to read the whole article? Is that what we've become? No, no, that's okay. That's okay. So, yes, but $85, essentially, is this $85 for food or $85 for reserves? It's, it's some amount of money for food and then some amount for reserve seating, basically, right? Let's say 35 for food and 50 for reserve seating. I, I, think it's, I think dining there is more expensive than that, isn't it? I'm thinking 50-35 the other way. Hmm. 50 I, think for fish and, I think their fish and chips is like 20 bucks. Okay, but then you also have the you're gonna get us you're gonna get an appetizer you're gonna get a dessert. Well, and you can't really put a price either on unlimited alcoholic beverages. You both you both if, can and should. If I'm gonna go bananas, you know I can get my money's worth. Just, I guess. Just, but. just remember, if you're gonna do that, stay at the yacht and beach club or something that way you can at least go out the international gateway when it's time to leave because <laughs> you don't want to have to walk all the way back to the front of the park and all that stuff and get on a bus after illumination do you want to get on do you, would you want to get on a boat after after that though i don't i feel like the friendship boats would be better because they don't rock oh they i'm rock. just trying oh they rock and you're gonna notice if you're if you've taken full advantage of this package. If you've okay. gotten your money's worth. Enough talk about drinking around the world by just drinking in one country. <laughs> I, I did find it interesting, though, that, you know, because I, I got all excited because I thought we're finally going to get a when it is illumination ending. But as of right now, 
the this package isn't even going to be offered till next week because I think it starts offering. Yeah, so we record on Thursdays usually, and it is offered a week from today, the tenth, and so that'll be the seventeenth for reservations beginning on the 18th which is also a little bit odd so we'll start taking them on the 17th for the very next day and that is to but the thing is there's no end time list so i'm hoping that when the reservations are out there there's going to be an end time but i guess you don't know they could always just they could always take reservations till may or june or something like that with plans to extend as needed right yeah, well, I bet you that they're going to take reservations as long as they need to. Like, if they're uh, if an issue with Epcot Forever arises, they'll just extend this for as long as they need to. That's that's true. And Epcot Forever feels like a a stop. And I'm not saying this in a bad way, but it's a stopgap thing, right? I mean, it doesn't just feel like a stopgap. It is a stopgap. It has been Disney has said this is a stopgap. This is a thing we're doing. After Illuminations, until we've got this new show ready, which feels like because we announced Illuminations was ending and then realized we weren't nearly as far along on the new shows maybe we thought we were? No, I think that the new the Epcot Forever is another play at nostalgia. I think because they announced that Illuminations was going away at the same time that they announced Epcot Forever and whatever you know they at, at the time they didn't know that what the new show would be is one of the fireworks barges about to about <laughs> to need like a major refurb if they keep I, it more than x number of months or something i think they're in ending illuminations because you know the globe sucks or whatever yes and First, we've, okay we've had that we've had that discussion i guess i'm right. just trying to figure out why the stopgap but you're saying stopgap just because they can bring in a little bit more money but, with a limited time offering, basically. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a stopgap. I think it's it's just a show that's not going to involve that globe that they can still use the same uh, kites and lasers, gonna, man. Kites and lasers. They're still going to use the same uh, fireworks launchers and you know infrastructure to do Epcot Forever, and then they'll switch it over to this is all the the this is the show that requires all this new infrastructure. Um, in the new permanent show. And maybe the new permanent show is going to include those little drones, you know, the little Intel drones that mm-hmm. they used in Disney Springs and at the Super Bowl and stuff like that. But I don't, I don't consider Epcot Forever a stopgap as much as I think it's just a, like, we can do this show for really very little extra cost and have something new and maybe sell, you know, Epcot Forever merchandise and do an Epcot Forever party or whatever for, you know, whatever the whatever the cost of it is 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 nothing if they can still use the, you know, same basic stuff from Illuminations. Man, why did you have to say merchant cuz now I know there's going to be no, there's like going to be did, tons of I just, Epcot I Forever hadn't even, merchandise. I hadn't even thought about the Epcot. I knew, I subconsciously knew there was going to be merch, but I hadn't really thought about the merch yet. Oh, I'm going to lose it's so much money. All merchandising. Yes, yes. So the moral of the story is I'm kind of sad because I don't yet know when, uh, when Illumination is going to be ending. And I got all excited because I thought, okay, sweet. Finally, another news story, you know, months. Because then they announce... Illuminations was ending like September or something like that. And at the time they said sometime summer 2019, you know, end of summer, whatever that 
whatever it was exactly that they said. And I thought, okay, now we should be able to finally get a hard date. And there's still no hard date. And if I'm going to talk my wife into letting us go for a long weekend or something and take a under one-year-old child to Disney, because as we all have heard many a time, Brad thinks that's a great plan. I, I need to, I need dates. I need dates. And I don't have dates yet, so. The the only date that you need is is ending. No, I need I need to know when it is ending so that way I can get both illuminations and Epcot Forever in the same trip. Oh gosh, that's the plan, that's man. Be so miserable. Didn't you learn your lesson for with wishes? I I've done. It, it wasn't like the best best spots or whatever. Yeah, there were people camped out beginning that morning. But I will be able to see illuminations from somewhere, and I will be able to see Epcot Forever from somewhere. And otherwise, maybe, I would have to even make from two the trips. Same somewhere. Otherwise, I would have to make two trips, man, and that's just not going to, like, especially if Epcot Forever is a, you know, one year or less than one year engagement. That significantly decreases the chances that I would get to come back and see it. So that's my. That's you could watch my a video on the secret. internet. No. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do... We both know, we both know that those shows are not nearly the same if you're just watching some video on the internet. No, that was a joke. Okay. I would okay. never condone anyone watch fireworks on the internet. And also, stop filming fireworks shows, everyone. Here's a PSA from your good friend, Jeremy. Stop filming fireworks shows with your phone. Here's a PSA then- from your good friend, Brad. Just get a tripod and a mount for your for your phone, and then that's a great way to film a fireworks show if you want to, because I'm not going to tell you that you can't do that. Just don't do it. You're never going to watch it. No one, no one who wasn't there wants to watch your recording of a fireworks show. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm here to speak truth into your life. If, if no that one fireworks wants to watch... Show, what about when that fireworks show goes away? No. Nobody wants to watch the fireworks show from your phone. If there's a professional recording of wishes or of uh, of illuminations, yeah, sure, with multi-camera angles and like a zoomed-in look at the globe, yes. Nobody wants to watch the one on your phone. Just enjoy it with your eyeballs and have memories of it. Oh, absolutely. So that is that is the whole. Other than because you're not going to want to hold anything steady for that period, that long of a period of time. That is the other reason for saying get a tripod amount because that way you can put your phone on that. You can hit record at the beginning and then you can enjoy watching the fireworks. And then at the end, you've got that video. And if you, you know, I'm just saying like, if you really want to get a video of the fireworks, I would recommend doing it that way. So that, so that you can enjoy it and you're not like glued to getting to watch the fireworks through your little LCD display the first time you see it. Just don't do it. Okay. So just don't do it. Brad is wrong. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Brad. Can mm-hmm. we still be friends? I don't know. What's the next topic? Is it something involving mini evans? No. It's well, involving. It's not looking good for us, buddy. Increased ticket prices. Yay! <laughs> More money is gone. Everyone's favorite topic. Um, normally, I wouldn't want to spend much time talking about uh, increased ticket prices. But, man, they increased them a lot this year. Like, a lot. And a lot more than they normally do. 
especially the annual passes. And well, like, so at least for what Disney, Disneyland, right? Yes, this Walt is Disney all Disney World Land. hasn't hasn't released theirs yet. Yeah, and this is the the increases are just like they're a lot. You know, some of these annual passes are are going up by multiple hundreds of dollars, and that's crazy for year over year. So I don't, I don't. I guess you gotta raise ticket prices because inflation and all that stuff. Um, and Universal, Hollywood, and everything is gonna raise right alongside them. And then whenever Walt Disney World announces their their ticket prices, Universal Orlando will meet them, which sucks. Like there doesn't, there's no competition in pricing. Like I, there's definitely competition in. Uh, the parks themselves, like making the parks look nice and making the parks uh, fun. But there's absolutely no competition in pricing because it seems like every time that Disney announces new ticket pricing, Universal's ticket pricing just meets it. Like, if they can charge as much, then we can charge as much. And I don't know, it'd be nice if they were battling each other to be the most affordable, but <laughs> that doesn't happen. Yeah, but at the same time, like, we discussed, what, last week with the free dining stuff, that free dining, they had cut out some period because of Star Wars land opening, essentially, and that, like, they aren't hurting for for people in the parks. No. And that's what, you know, it's not going to be competition that's going to drive ticket prices going down. It's going to be whether or not people are coming into the parks, and so... To me, that's why I'm not. I, I so I am surprised by the amount that the ticket prices, some of the ticket prices went up. Right when that uh, signature plus goes up like 150 bucks, that is a pretty big increase considering that uh, they just increased it that much last year as well. I think uh, so. It seems high, but at the same time, like. The the parks are crazy with people, and so if people are going to pay this much, let's charge them this much. And I feel like that's exactly what's going to happen. These prices are just going to keep going up until suddenly the number of people visiting the park starts to drop. And even then, I feel like drops to the point where they where they say, "Okay, we're definitely losing out on some money that we could get if we found you know if we drop prices some." Well, sure. I just wish that the one of the things, you know, about having so many theme parks in Central Florida or Southern California seems like, you know, some some competition in ticket pricing might, you know, take place. But it doesn't. No, not even That's a little That's all bit. I was saying. Yeah. And then you have something like the Premier Pass, which is the one that gets you into Disneyland or Walt Disney World. And that one went up almost $400. Mm-hmm. It's like nuts. Three hundred and seventy dollars to nineteen hundred and forty nine dollars. That one is the one that is just wild to me because all the other ones, right, are just Disneyland ones. Plus tax. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's before tax. After after that, you are going to pay over two thousand dollars for a year. To visit yeah. Disneyland and Walt Disney World per person, also 
Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, per person. It's just crazy. If you, you know, say you were a family of two, you and your significant other, that's four grand for you to be able to go to. And granted, this is to go to Walt Disney World and Disneyland. And have no blackout dates, right? Right. Yeah. So Disney, something that I don't think is familiar to people who only, you know, ever go to Disney World and even annual pass holders at Walt Disney World is blackout dates. Disneyland, if you just get the well, cheap. Well, Walt, Di- Walt Disney World has it as well. For like the, especially for the, what, like Florida uh, annual pass holders and stuff. Like they, they get blackout dates as well. So. Right. But I. It, like your Florida, average pass holder is what you're thinking. Well, in Florida doesn't have as many different passes. I think the Florida residents get blacked out on their real, real, real cheap one. But I don't think the regular annual, the regular Walt Disney World annual pass has black, dates blacked out. I think Florida residents who opt to buy the really cheap pass are the only ones who have blackout dates. Yeah, because the because Florida it goes all the way through like silver, gold, <laughs> platinum, or it. What is it? Platinum is where it starts being available if you're in Florida or out of Florida. But silver and gold are Florida only. So I think those are the ones that maybe have some blackout dates and then right. the platinum platinum plus uh that is like extra stuff added on for right. Walt Disney World. So yes, a lot fewer people are dealing with blackout dates. Right. In Walt Disney World versus Disneyland where you've got what four different levels of pass holder, I think. Yeah. You right. Four and different f- levels. And three of them have blackouts. So it's just I don't know. In in California, you have a lot more restrictions on where you can go because Disneyland is so small, you know, well, like, and because of where it's located, it you know, and we've talked we've talked about this ad nauseum. I think that it's just a it's an entirely different type of yeah. Like Disneyland is a oh we're you know it's after school on a Tuesday. Let's go by Disneyland. Right. And while there are there are definitely people who do that at Walt Disney World, it's nowhere near the same thing. I cannot overstate the the weirdness of approaching Disneyland on the highway and seeing Space Mountain from the from the freeway and like seeing the the plywood backing of Cars Land from the freeway. It it's so weird to see all of that stuff out of context. Well, Jeremy, that's why they have to up these ticket prices, man. <laughs> They're gonna they're going to enclose it all better. They're actually gonna build a bubble, right? It's gonna be uh Polly Shore is actually the one who's in charge of it. Oh boy. Yeah, yep. A whole new biodome is coming. And that's what Will the... Billy Baldwin be there? Mm. Only if we're lucky. <laughs> I don't know. They're having some trouble getting him signed, but the word on the street is Alex willing to play him if needed. So oh, gosh. So yeah, yeah. Prices prices are going up. But I guess what was also surprising to me about the prices going up is that they were going up less than a year after the last price update. I expected the price update to come, but I expected the price update to come sometime. I feel like it was like February last year, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's pretty consistently what it's been. So, you know, this early January felt like a bit of a shakeup. And while we haven't seen, or at least I haven't seen any Walt Disney World ones yet, which I'm assuming means they haven't come out yet for Walt Disney World. 
I'm kind of scared. I th- I think the reason that they announced him at Disneyland so early is because Bob Iger announced the opening day of Galaxy's Edge. And so they want to... Go ahead and get those prices uh-huh. jacked up while people are... Get since the people now know passes. exactly when to buy it and everything. Yep. Yeah. Get the annual pass prices up now that everybody's, you know, getting excited. So I, I, I'm, I would think that that's the reason they did it so, so early. So that means I really, really need that Illuminations closing date announced before, you know, definitely before February, but possibly even earlier than that if needed, you know, because if they decide to announce for uh, Walt Disney World and they get ready to jack the prices up there as well, that's worrying me, man. You couldn't get much higher than $85 for dinner and a spot to watch fireworks. Oh, it could. Oh, <laughs> it could. Here's a piece of bus station pizza. <laughs> I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. You can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a magical day. Bye.